Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. The old saying goes, success leaves clues. And one of those clues that I've picked up on uh, actually quite a while ago as I've been hosting this podcast and interviewing people and kind of seeing behind the scenes of different businesses is that there's a lot of opportunity and money to make by being in the niches or in offering a specialized service. And so I have a friend, I actually wrote about him in my book. His name's Rich and he's rich actually, <laughs> not just his name, but his money. Um, and he offers irrigation services. And so he'll install irrigation and he'll repair irrigation. And he's helped me out many, many, many of times when I realized I don't like digging holes and finding out why it's leaking and stuff like that. So Rich is, you know, came to the rescue. But whether you are in irrigation services and you're offering them yourself and, and, and providing those services, or maybe you're just cutting grass, you're just mowing, edging, trimming, and blowing, your customers more than likely are going to have irrigation at their home. And it's important that we understand how it works from the pipes to the sprinkler heads to the modules and just understanding that system so we can be a benefit to our customer if they do need an add-on or they do need a repair. Well, you know, if we can be Johnny on the spot and fix it, great. Or if we have to go to a subcontractor like Rich, at least understanding how all this stuff works. And so today on the program, we have Steve and Joe, and they are from Rainbird. And they're going to share with us about just some new technological advancements that they have in their products. It's been wild just to watch how things have changed over the last decade as I've been getting my fingers dirty with, you know, figuring out irrigation and and programming these modules and, and learning the lay of the land. Nowadays, things can be even so much easier, not just for us, but for the homeowners. And so they're going to break it all down for us today. So we're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsor. And coming up, we're going to talk with Steve and Joe from Rainbird. Like the best lawns, running a business requires a lot of maintenance. At some point, you got to invest in new tools. It's time to check out Roll by ADP, the first chat-based payroll app built specifically for small business owners. Roll understands your business challenges, especially time-consuming tasks like payroll, filing taxes, and onboarding. With Roll, you can run payroll from a job site in a matter of minutes. Visit GetRoll.com slash GreenIndustry to claim three months free. Alrighty, guys, joining us on today, today's program is Steve and Joe from Rainbird. Welcome to the program, guys. Morning, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir. Where is uh, Rainbird's headquarters at? So headquarters are technically in Azusa, California. Uh, the majority of our, our marketing and engineering team uh, operates out of Tucson, Arizona. Um, and then we also have another engineering department that's based in San Diego. Wow. And I've been studying up on Rainbird. You guys have been around for like 80 years? Almost 90. Wow. That's crazy. My grandpa lived to be 91. So he probably was born when y'all started. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't there. 
<laughs> Man, so this technology has really come a long way and you guys got some exciting new products coming out uh, this year. So tell us a little bit about the Rainbird um, RC controller and now the RC2 uh, version um, that's out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll handle some of that. So um, the the original RC controller, uh, you know, has, has been around for, it was a controller that was made back in the 80s and 90s. Contractors know it and love it as, mm-hmm. as having been just durable and reliable. It was an electromechanical controller that um, just lasted forever. In fact, we still see some contractors and distributors uh, that, that get returns on, on these controllers or they're just now pulling them off the wall in favor of upgrading to new technology or or they finally stopped working after, you know, 20, 30 years in the field. And um, so we, we wanted to carry over that namesake because, uh, the again, the reputation for durability, reliability, um, ease of programming, you could teach anybody to do it. Um, contractors love that about it as well, that they could sit down with a homeowner, they could show them how to program it, and really anybody can do it. Um, we believe that uh, the RC2 uh, will bring some of those same things uh, to the market and, and the ability to easily program a controller for a contractor or a homeowner, anybody at, at uh, you know, with any level of experience uh, can, can get through and, and make sure that they, they program this the way that they want it. So if I'm a contractor and I'm talking to mm-hmm. my customer and I'm, I'm explaining to them how simple this uh, new controller is, what, what's kind of my sales pitch to the homeowner I'm trying to install this for? How do I make them know how easy it is to use? Because ultimately, they're the ones that are going to be operating it. Right. So so generally speaking, um, most irrigation controllers right now, they use a dial and buttons and they have a screen on the controller and you have you have pro, what we call program based uh, scheduling. Mm-hmm. What that means is you set a start time, you set run times for every station um, and you set your days of the week. And, and upon that start time, once that rolls around, it'll run every station in the program. The common mistake that homeowners generally make is they set multiple start times in the controller. And so what that equates to is running every station multiple times on every start day. And so the callback (laughs) comes to the contractor as, hey, my system never shuts off. Something's broken here. I've I've got problems. And um, that's generally what the issue is. And um, so what we found is that through a a mobile interface in, in the Rainbird app, it's easier for a contractor to sit down and show a homeowner what schedule based or or what program based irrigation means start time. And at this time, it's going to run all of these stations for this long. And and that way it's, it's a a good workaround for, for that callback that that contractors get. The the other kind of added benefit that you get with a a connected controller like this is if a homeowner for whatever reason does uh, enter multiple start times, um, It'll be easy for a contractor to help them diagnose that. It'll be easy for a contractor to uh, send a new schedule to their controller remotely without having to go to the job site. So it's it's just more time added back into their day. Wow, Steve, I got a funny story for you. It's funny now. It wasn't funny then. I picked up this client <laughs> and uh, they, they're very, very wealthy. So they have an infinity swimming pool in their backyard. It overlooks this beautiful lake. And then they have a tennis court in their backyard and like a little house next to the tennis court and the swimming pool. It was incredible uh, property. Very, very, very nice. And they uh, had it real mode. So it just here, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. So we'll cut the Bermuda turf real short with a real mower. I don't know out, out in California and stuff, 
It's a little bit different, but anyway, it's a beautiful, beautiful property. We put, I think, five pallets of sod out by the lake. And so I had set, it's hot here in Atlanta in the summer. It's like 92 degrees. So I had set the irrigation for 48 minutes um, to water it. But somehow I had it set for multiple times during the day and multiple times. So anyway, I didn't know this, but it was watering it 48 minutes, multiple times a day. And so I got a call out and there were weeds <laughs> everywhere. I mean, the whole yard, because I didn't just water the sod. I watered the whole yard. I was a rookie with, with irrigation. Long story short, they fired me. I lost this grandest <laughs> account. And I finally realized when I was at the controller, I was like, what happened? And I realized, oh my gosh, it was watering this uh, grass for 48 minutes, multiple times a day. And it did it for a week. And it cost me to, to, to lose the account, man. Yeah. So it's it's really common. And, and it's it's one of those things where, I mean, not just are, are you flooding the yard, right? And and to your point, you're, you're watering weeds also. Well, the weeds weren't um, there. I, the weeds came because it got too much water. Right, right. Just ruined the, the yard. Extra watering. But the, the other problem is, or, or a lot of times homeowners may not even realize that this is happening until they get the water bill. Mm. Then they get this massive water bill and they're they're screaming at a, at a contractor. And, and um, so this is this is really uh, just a, a much better way to kind of work around some of those issues. It's, it's more common than I think uh, most people think. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about the name? RC. Sure. RC2? Yeah. So, so we, yeah, we talked about the original RC controller and, and kind of the legacy that's built in with that. But additionally, you could think of RC2 as meaning residential connected controller. Um, and, and that's that's exactly what this is. So when you when you first uh, look at it, well, the first thing you notice compared to traditional controllers is there is no dial. There is no screen. And um, so it's it's a connected controller that you would connect to with your mobile device. And you have all of the access to all of the features and everything through through the Rainbird mobile app. And this is an app that's been in use now for um, I mean, Joe, Joe may know better than I do, but I want to say 2014, 15, somewhere in there. Um and and so people have become familiar with it. Uh, it's simple. It's intuitive. It's easy for people to use. Um, and so that's that's kind of the direction that we're headed. And Do you what, have anything you want to add to that, Joe? No, we've you know we've been learning a lot since 2016 when the app released. Um, and the the big takeaway with the RC2 here is is going mobile first. Where, as Steve mentioned, where we can we can simplify and bring everything right to the forefront with the user screen. You know, I I worked Rainbird Sales uh, when I joined the company eight or nine years ago. Uh, so I definitely have similar stories, Paul, is what you're describing. I'm, I'm sure all of us do where you go out to the job site. And of course, it's it's never uh, it never stops running. It's got six start times. It's, you know, <laughs> something like that. So um, one of the things that when I was in the field, we, we saw is if you're not from the industry, if you're not you know used to these types of products, um, the dial in the screen interface is somewhat limiting in the data that it's capable of showing at any given time. Um, and so pushing everything to the, you know, the, a user's smartphone uh, really allows us flexibility on how we show the data. So uh, especially when it comes to programming the controllers, it just makes it easier and more approachable. So Joe, Joe had mentioned something uh, that, that I, I hadn't really considered. We talked about how long the app has been in use. But what Joe mentioned is the fact that we've been learning a lot through this process over the course of years. And so it's important to note that um, 
we, we've made upgrades and additions over the course of years. And that's part of the benefit of what we're doing here is that we can always make additions to the software uh, to make it more user friendly, to make it easier. Um, we're always taking learnings from this. And so it's not, although uh, the, we started with the app back in 2016, um, it's not 2016 technology. Um, we've progressed a long way and, and uh, it's a lot of fun to be where we are today. Can you tell us a little bit more about the the eight zones and um, other features with the RC2? Sure. Um, so the, the eight zones, um, uh, well, let, let me back up. The, the controller is available in, in a single SKU. Um, and, and the reason for this and, and another learning from other controllers that we have in, in our portfolio is uh, limiting SKU count for some of our distributor partners and for contractors uh, eliminates a lot of confusion. It eliminates uh, some of the complexities with, with, uh, with their inventory levels. Um, so we make it simple to order. We make it simple to, to cover most residential landscapes. Um, so it's available in an eight station count. The controller is an indoor, outdoor uh, cabinet. It comes with a pre pre-installed pigtail. So you can hang it on the wall, plug it in, land your, your station wires, and you're, you're off and programming. Um, so the eight station count, again, just uh, it'll handle most residential landscapes. Um, and, and the single skew just makes this simpler for uh, for distributors and contractors to manage their inventory. Can you tell us a little bit more about the installation process you just briefly mentioned and it may sound like a piece of cake, but to somebody who's maybe um, just getting into the lawn care landscaping industry and are considering upselling, cross-selling irrigation systems, how easy or difficult is this to install? Yeah, so that's a it's a great question, and and you know we have obviously uh, several competitors out there in the in the marketplace, and um, what we've seen with some of them is is uh, there are some complexities that come along with with installation and and what you're able to do in terms of uh, the wires that you're using or the wire type that you're using. Um, this is a, a platform that has been proven over the course of years. Um, it's very similar to a, a different controller line that we offer. The ESP TM2 um, looks similar, so so it wires up the same way. Um, all of the station terminals are the same. It's a, a proven kind of platform for for contractors to easily be able to land all of their zone wiring, their master valve wiring, um, and again, the pre-installed pigtail means the the AC. Uh, is is already already done for you. You just need to plug it in, and then uh, you're off and programming. And what would you say is the biggest misconception uh, that a contractor has when they hear about all this fancy technology and apps? And I mean, when I started, you know, we had the I had the one that was the clock. It, you just uh, I, I don't know the name of it. this was like 2001. It's I'm like not, the old RC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. Now we're talking apps and things of that nature. Um, what's the biggest misconception to, to a lot of the old folks that are older out there that are like, ah, man, this is, this is intimidating. Yeah. So Joe, Joe may have an, a, an additional answer to mine, but what I would say is that uh, contractors sometimes can perceive that as being complex or complicated um, because uh, there are just some folks out there that are averse to technology. You know, you mentioned the, the old, you know, basically what you're describing is the old RC controller and people like to physically put their hands on a controller to, to do the programming. And so there there's, tends to be a misconception that, uh, you know, there's complexity involved with uh, with programming things with technology. 
And uh, really, we've tried to remove a lot of that friction, a lot of that complexity and, and really make this simpler for, again, I mentioned this earlier, customers at, at every level. We want to make this as easy for contractors as we do for homeowners. Um, the goal is for this to be simple for everybody. And uh, so in, in my opinion, that's the biggest misconception. So a, a couple things to throw in there, right? You, when you talk to Steve or I or any of the other uh, team that was involved in developing this product or even any of our Wi-Fi products, like our, our link uh, connected products, um, two things we're really after is, is approachability and reducing as much friction from the user as we can. Um, and so as, as you mentioned, right, approachability, um, we've got a number of new features in this controller that are through software that are, are designed to make it easier for the customer to, to set the controller up. Um, and then we, in, in that same vein, those features are designed to, to reduce the, the, all friction from the setup process. So um, specifically uh, with, with these new products, we have the RC2 and then uh, we launched one a few months ago called the Link2, mm. uh, where we incorporated Bluetooth radio technology into the, the Wi-Fi products. And so um, by, by utilizing Bluetooth, similar to if you have like Bluetooth headphones or, or you know, when you, you connect your phone to your car, it's just a much more seamless process. And so the, the first generation of these connected controllers from, from us and, and, and the other guys, you know, there were some complexities there that I think may have turned off some customers that were a little averse to, to new technology. Because, um, I mean, let's be honest, when, when you're out at a job site and you're installing these products, you definitely don't want to look like you, you, you don't know what you're doing or you don't want to run into issues because that can reflect poorly on your business, similar to the story you were telling. So um, by u- utilizing some of these new technologies we have, it's designed to remove that variability from, from the user so they can have trust that you know, when they say connect to the product, it will actually connect to it and they're not going to sit there with connection errors. Yeah. Rich Jansen, if you're listening, he's probably laughing. My, my mentor, Rich owns an irrigation company and how many times I'm in the garage sweating, you know, Hey, what do I do? Walk me through this. And I'm, uh, you know, and he's, he's, uh, helping me out in those, uh, early days. And, uh, Finally, I got smart enough. I just officially hired him as a subcontractor and, and his, and he specializes in, in irrigation and he does lighting and irrigation. So I think a lot of guys listening, they have a lawn care business, they have a landscaping business and the customers, at least here in the Atlanta market, it's like, Hey, do you do irrigation? Do you do irrigation? Do you do irrigation? And I think it's smart for those of you guys listening to really consider if you're not already in the game, if you don't do it, someone else is going to do it. Cause the, the customers, this is just common in Atlanta. Uh, to have irrigation since it's so hot here. And what I hear you guys saying is the technology has come so, so far that if if you know how to basically operate your smartphone, you can oversee um, the irrigation and, and it's not going to, you're not going to make the dumbbell junior mistake I did and be watering it 48 minutes, three times a day. Uh, you can really monitor it. And, and you don't you even get alerts and things of that nature if something's off? You do. So th- there's there's a few things that you just touched on that I think are important. Um, if we could back up a second too, this is, you know, when you talk about approachability, something that Steve and I have been working on for the last year or so. Um, you know, when, when, when we talk about the RC2, many people refer to it as a Wi-Fi controller. Um, and that's, that's a little bit of a misconception because that implies that you have to have the controller connected to a Wi-Fi network to be able to use it. 
um, given it's mobile first, right? You, you generally have to use the, the mobile app for most of the, the programming. Um, so the controller emits its own access point. So it can actually be its own network. So uh, when we were starting the development of this controller, one of the target customers we wanted to make a product for was your production home installers, where these guys, you know, the these homes aren't even up and running, right? Mm-hmm. The, there's no homeowner in there yet. So it's possible Wi-Fi may not even be on that property for two to three months. Um, so by having this this direct connect um, wireless access point, the phone will connect directly to the controller itself, um, and then you can run through all programming uh, without any issues. And, and so as you're, as you're talking about, when we we have uh, Bluetooth with our quick pair technology, you don't have to leave the Rainbird app. It's very quick. It's intuitive and it navigates you right through the process. And then you can connect directly to it, even though you don't have Wi-Fi. So there's a number of new features in here that, again, are all designed to, to reduce that complexity where, to be honest, if, if Steve and I are sitting there in the field with our customers and, and talking to them about Bluetooth and 2.4 gigahertz and then that type of technology, uh, frankly, I think we're, we're overcomplicating things. Our job is to just make it seamless, right? So the customer can walk right up to it and it works. I, uh, I've got got one more one more quick thing I want to add to that Joe touched on that made me think of some of my experience. You, you mentioned some of some of your background, Paul. So I, I spent prior to uh, this role as a product manager for Rainbird, I spent seven years on our sales team. And uh, so I remember uh, days where I would I would help contractors. They, you know, Joe's point, set up products, link connected products and uh we would be standing there in the garage with a homeowner and they swore up and down, they had the right Wi-Fi password. And we're sitting there trying to troubleshoot this thing. We're going through every step in the book and we're spending hours sweating in the garage and come to find out the homeowner didn't have the right Wi-Fi password. Wow. That was, that was almost always the case. And so to Joe's point and, and not needing a Wi-Fi network established, it also becomes possible for a contractor to set this up through this access point he's talking about and let the homeowner connect it to their Wi-Fi at their own convenience. That way you're not, you're not standing around waiting for someone to find the right password. Um, I, I know there's a lot of time wasted for some of the contractors out there listening that uh, uh, where, they're, where they're just waiting for, for uh, the call to come in where, where somebody has the right Wi-Fi password. So you can, you can go ahead and set it up. You can do all the programming. You can be on your way and stop wasting time on the job site um, and let the homeowner connect it uh, as soon as they're ready to. Yeah, you guys both mentioned you have a background in sales. I know everyone listening to us right now, we're all in sales. And I think the the selling point on this to eventually to the homeowner is, is the water savings and, and how much money they're going to save by not overwatering, which here in the Atlanta market, so many people overwater. It's 95 degrees out there at noon and a and, uh, guy across the street's watering his yard just to evaporate. I mean, there's, there's smart ways to, to irrigate the lawn and to save on your bill. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. Stop 
wasting time responding to website inquiries that are not in profitable service areas. Let my service area filter those inquiries for you so you know every inquiry will be in one or more of your profitable areas. My service area is a secretary for your website that will only allow good leads and inquiries through your website. This means no more looking up addresses and responding to people that you cannot service. Using my service area will allow you to focus on certain areas which help build dense routes. Daily miles traveled matter more than ever today, so knowing your numbers and how far you can travel mean everything to your success. Start saving time and become more efficient today with My Service Area. You can learn more at myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Again, that's myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. How does this technology eventually help our customers save money, which as a contractor, you know, we can use as a benefit when we're um, upselling the service? So I'll, I'll talk through a couple of these and Joe can feel free to jump in and, and add to it as I go. But, um, you know, one, one of the first things that that I'd, I'd like to talk about, and it's been available on, on other products, uh, link connected products, specifically things through the app <clears throat> is automatic seasonal adjust. So if you set your schedule for that hottest, driest time of the year, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, and, and you've got longer run times and you have possibly additional start times, whatever the case may be. Um, you set it for the hottest, driest time of year, the automatic seasonal adjust, as long as it's connected to a, a Wi-Fi network, will get uh, weather updates on a daily basis and it will adjust your run times wow. uh, on each zone up or down, depending on on the current weather. So as wow. you get into fall or or if you're in spring months, um, you'll, you'll be saving water versus overwatering in those times of year. Um, we've, we've added for the RC2 the ability to do predictive weather delays also. And so if the weather forecast uh, calls for a 70, 80 or 90 percent chance of rain, uh, then it will it will delay irrigation uh, for one or two days. And those those settings are user definable um, through the app. So uh, you can define 70, 80, 90 percent chance of rain. How much rainfall is in the forecast and do you want to delay it for one or two days? And, and so, I mean, I, I'm sure you see this all the time, but uh irrigation going on while while it's currently <laughs> raining outside <laughs> all the we've time. all driven yeah we've all driven by those sites i see it happen oh. all the time um so we have that <laughs> built in and you know one one other thing that, that i'll talk about and I'll, I'll ask joe if he has anything to add i think in my personal opinion one of the most underused features on some of our controllers is cycle and soak i think uh everybody's kind of automatic go-to is lower emission rate 
uh, irrigation devices, right? Lower precip rate nozzles or whatever the case may be because they have really compact soil and they're trying to prevent runoff. Um, well, we've added cycle and soak uh, to, to the RC2. And with the app interface that we're talking about, it becomes really, really easy to use. You toggle that on for whichever zone you want. You enter a maximum cycle time and then a minimum soak time. So if you have a zone, for instance, let's say you need to run for 20 minutes, maybe you only want to run it for 10 minutes and then let the water soak into the ground for 30 minutes and then water that additional 10 minutes. It's easy to set that through the app um, and, and prevent runoff. And um, uh, it allows you to get better kind of deep root watering for, for your turf zones um, and, and just help life. Joe, you have anything you want to add to uh, to that? Uh, so talking about the the automatic weather adjust and then cycle and soak, I don't, I didn't, I don't know if Steve mentioned it. Uh, that means this controller is fully water sense certified. Uh, so in markets where that is a requirement, and it, it, that's a increasing number of markets that are that are mandating that certification, uh, this product will be ready to go out of the box. Um, and then to, to cycle and soak, it's it's funny, right? So in the in the southeast. Uh, specifically Florida, but I'm sure you see it up into the Atlanta area. I used to, I went to Auburn uh, when okay. I was in college. And, and so, um, you know, that percolation rate is, is, is okay. So you'll actually see the water kind of go through the soil. Uh, I'm in Arizona for the last 18 years where it's, it's basically clay. If, if you irrigate for more than 10 or 15 minutes, it starts pooling up. And next thing you know, it's running down the street or on the sidewalk. And best case scenario, somebody's complaining at you that you're just wasting water. Uh, there, there could be other scenarios where, you know, maybe somebody could slip and, you know, potentially hurt themselves. So I think cycle and soak is definitely underutilized because it, it can help prevent that type of instance. And, and, uh, you know, we're, we're real big on, as you mentioned, right. We're, we're sales guys. So we, we just want to solve our customers problems. And for me, trust is like the most important thing a contractor can have for, for their end user. You know, if the end user doesn't trust the contractor, it's difficult for them to maintain the business. Like you mentioned, mm -hmm. you lost that contract where, where you had all those run times and, and that's a factor of trust. So by utilizing some of these features, uh, our goal is to increase the trust for our contractors. So it's, it's easier for them to go out and, and win more business. Yeah. And I've, not only that, I lost, they were influential people and they had a little circular group of friends that were all, they all live in the same country club. And I kind of slowly, but surely I lost all those accounts just because of my one air. And I'll tell you what, guys, this sod, I put in this Bermuda sod by the lake. It was looking perfect. And, uh, but, you know, one irrigation misstep. And it cost me who knows how much in, in money. I mean, were, this guy had a, a Ferrari in his garage and then he had a thing stacked on top of it with a Lamborghini. Like I'm talking because <laughs> he only had a three car garage and he had so many cars. So was, I don't even know what this thing was called, but it was stacked and uh, he had all kind of cars. Oh, it's a, man. It's a supercar sandwich is what it is. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, me and my <laughs> F-150, I'm, I'm just keeping it simple, man. But I was the first time I go out there, I was like, good Lord, he's got all these exotic cars stacked on top of each other. And I, <laughs> you know, I real mode this yard. It was like my showcase yard in it. For those of you who were following the story back in the day when I lost this account, it like emotionally, it messed me up because it, it was, a uh, it was damaging uh, to my reputation and to so much to, to lose that account. And the core reason why I lost the count is because I, I didn't, you know, um, handle the irrigation system properly. And uh, I thought I knew what I was doing, but but I didn't. 
So anyway, well, and let's be honest, a lot of these guys listening are, are probably, you know, they own their own companies, right? The, and, and there's a lot of pride in running your own business. And so mm-hmm. uh, when, when instances like this happen, right, you, you don't, you don't get over that easily. Yeah, totally. Now the good thing was they actually pulled the water from the lake. So I, they didn't get a crazy bill, but they did get a lot of weeds and they still told me to take a hike. So anyway, let's, let's all, let's move on. It's <laughs> things are getting bright in my future now, I man. I'll tell you what, uh, Things are getting a lot better, but um, we met, briefly mentioned the Link Two controller. Uh, is there anything you wanted to add to that? Yeah, so Link Two we launched last September. Um, it was the second generation Link Wi-Fi product. Uh, the first generation Rainbird launched back in 2016, um, and and the the core idea behind our Link products, both Link One and and now the Link Two, is is a Wi-Fi add-on. Um, so again, Steve mentioned this at the, at the top of this discussion about, um, inventory complexity and simplifying the, the ordering and stocking process. So rather than have 14 different versions of a controller where the customer or the distributor needs to determine, you know, which one I want at any given moment, uh, we wanted to have our three main controller products and then the ability to add Wi-Fi to them at any given point. And so that's where Link came from. Is it's a simple plug-in. Uh, some people just refer to it as a USB drive. It's it's not actually USB, but it looks very similar to something you might plug into your controller or, or your uh, your computer. And uh, just very simple. Uh, you can install it in five seconds. Um, a, a lot of the same features that Steve was talking about with the RC2 rolled over into Link2. So you've got that Bluetooth quick pair where it seamlessly and quickly connects. Um, and this is really good for customers that maybe your your business focuses on enhancements and improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot of production homes are very cost sensitive. Um, and so like maybe our, our ESP TM2 as a low cost controller is a, is a great solution, but the, the, the project doesn't afford Wi-Fi at that time. Well, these enhancement and, and add-on contractors can go in there after the fact and upsell Wi-Fi without having to replace the controller. So uh, it's very easy to add some simple revenue. Uh, and, and again, just very easy to use. Uses the same Rainbird app. Uh, we're a big believer in not requiring our users to remember which app we have. So we we basically only have one mobile app interface, uh, and then it, it spans depending on the type of product it's working with. Um, so that that's really the idea behind the Link 2. Um, and as Steve talked about, all the learnings, we rolled into the RC2. So the Link 2 is effectively in the RC2. It's just not an add-on. It comes out of the box with the RC2. So it all utilizes the same technology, and it's it's basically everything we've been learning over the last seven to eight years. Fantastic. Was well, there anything we're leaving out here that needs addressed? I, I can only think of one thing that we really haven't touched much on. We talked about the the speed and ease of physically installing the controller. But when we get to the programming process, as Joe mentioned, and, and how seamless it is and how fast that process is, there's one additional piece of technology that we've kind of built in here to the app uh, specifically for the RC2, and that's the ability to do schedule templates. And really what this means is you can do all of the programming for a controller without actually having a controller there. You can save, uh, save, save your schedule. You can save up to four of them in the app. And so if you're a contractor who uses common schedules or common irrigation schedules for a lot of your installs, specifically, um, like Joe talked about earlier, some of the track home uh, installers where, or, or even, even if they're not track home installers, maybe they use uh, the same, uh, for zone one, it's always the turf in the front. Zone two is always, you know, tree bubblers, whatever the case may be. They, they, there's some commonality with their schedules. They can save these templates. And then after they hang the controller, they get through the setup process 
the very end, they can load in one of those schedule templates. And so what this all kind of adds up to and, and what we've seen is the ability to completely program a controller from the time you have it powered up and you have the app launched until you're done in about 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really, it's just more time to, to go do other things. You shouldn't have to be standing in front of a controller, pushing buttons and turning dials all day. Um, you can get this done. You can get your entire schedule loaded up and be on your way. That's fantastic. Well, I got here rainbird.com slash connected. Is that the best place for people to go to learn more? Rainbird.com slash connected. Uh, We also, another website I I like to recommend, especially our professionals is wifi.rainbird.com, which is more of a a troubleshooting and and tech site uh, where we have a bunch of FAQs. So um, either one of those is probably a good place to to go for all things Rainbird Wi-Fi and connected. Well, I appreciate you guys' time. Do you have any any closing thoughts here? Nothing for me other than we appreciate appreciate your time, appreciate the questions, and uh, looking forward to uh, to getting the RC2 launched and, and uh, getting it out in the market. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your guys' time, and uh, we'll be in touch. Are you planning on going to the Equip Expo in Louisville in October? So I doubt we'll specifically be there, but I'm sure Rainbird will have a presence. Okay, cool. Well, I appreciate your guys' time, and, and we'll stay in touch. Absolutely. I appreciate the time. It was awesome. Well, guys, I hope you have enjoyed today's conversation with Steve and Joe. I've been getting several messages lately. I just actually had one this morning while I was at the gym. I was DMing back and forth with a guy who's wanting to know his numbers better. And he was asking me, he's in his first year full-time in landscaping, and he just wants to make sure when he goes out and he gives a quote that he's giving the right job. And he was asking me, you know, what are those next steps? And one of the things that I told him is of the utmost importance in knowing his numbers is to hire a quality bookkeeper and CPA. And so who I use is Megan and Joey from their landscaping bookkeeper. Their business used to be called Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. And they have helped me get everything airtight, guys. Just yesterday, I had my monthly profit meeting with them. And I just love how they're able to show me, hey, this needs to be your break even. This needs to be your goal for your revenue for the month. And then this needs to be your ceiling, so to speak, for your expenses. Do not spend over this amount of money per month, Paul. And it's so helpful because then the next month comes by, which happened to be yesterday, and we pre or we review, excuse me, the previous month's performance. And so I can see, yes, I hit that goal, or oh man, I was close, but I missed on that goal. And it just really helps me to know my numbers what my break-evens are, what I need to be achieving revenue-wise, what I need to be achieving expense-wise so I don't don't go and, and, you know, blow money that shouldn't be spent. And uh, so anyway, I, I told this young man, I mean, not a young, young man, but, you know, young in business, and I told him, you know, give Megan and Joey a call. Get set up with them because they really, really, really have helped me over the years to really understand what's going on in the business side of my finances. I don't have time to look at this every single day, but by them making sure all the transactions are in the right places and then going over those reports like the profit and loss statement, the statement of cash flows, the balance sheet, and they have some really cool um, ways they're able to compare um, the specific numbers that I'm looking at with my financial goals in my business. And so we're able to compare and contrast how things are going. And it really, really, really helps me and makes me feel in control 
of my finances when I know what's going on. So anyway, their link is in today's show notes. I would highly recommend uh, giving Megan and Joey a call and getting connected with their bookkeeping services and kind of their financial coaching as, as they can help you really understand and analyze um, your numbers performance. And then if you want knowledge and training beyond that, we have a ton of e-training programs such as Know Your Numbers e-training program, which is 14 modules. It's going to teach you about your numbers. And you can check all that out at the Resource Center. Um, but my advice for this young man was, because he's in year one, he doesn't he doesn't have to wait till year three, four, or five to screw everything up like so many of us did in those early days. But he can get that right um, financial foundation in his business right now. And so um, anyway, I cannot endorse and promote enough uh, my personal bookkeepers and, and, and how they've been able to help me really understand these numbers and really formulate a plan for each month so that I go out there and crush my financial goals um, for the business. So take a look in today's show notes uh, as well for um, the landscaping bookkeepers, uh, Megan and Joey Coberly. They can help you know your numbers. That is for sure. All right. Well, thanks for listening to today's program, guys. Smash that follow button. And we hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.